you know, just to give you a flavor, like I dream big and we have to go there. I wanted to do this exercise with not holding back, get everything out of me and almost the act of creating these desires externally to me on paper and announcing that those are the things that I wanted. Like it creates a possibility. I have the the vision board on my phone screen now. I'm going to get it printed out. And I'm just so excited. Like it was such an amazing exercise to do. And I feel quite vulnerable sharing some of those things that like I want to have, but I do it in a way that I want you to dream big. You can do anything you want in this lifetime. Give yourself permission to unapologetically be the main character and create an extraordinary life full of joy, adventure, and purpose. Because this is what you truly deserve. With love, Susie. Hey, hi, Achiever. I'm Susie, your podcast host and founder of the Female Leadership Collective. At the Collective, we celebrate women breaking free from the path that society created for them and using their gifts towards making a huge impact in the world and carving their own freedom-based lives. In each episode on this show, I'll be interviewing women who, like me, ditched their impressive careers at some of the world's most powerful companies and boldly stepped out to create their own brands, businesses, cultures, and teams. Hear from women who are at the cutting edge of redefining what it means to be a successful female leader in business. You'll learn how they did it and actionable takeaways on how you can implement their strategies to own your vision, courageously go after it and flourish in your life and business. I left my career at the world's largest investment bank over five years ago, moved to tropical paradise and built my own online business. It wasn't easy, but wow, was it worth it. Now I mentor other female leaders to launch and scale their own online businesses and step into their true paths of freedom. Hello everyone and welcome to the November Get the Tea episode. So if you don't know what Get the Tea is, it's a new thing that I started last month in October so you can go back and re-listen to that one if you like where I'm just kind of sharing more personal stuff, more behind the scenes to my month in business but also my personal life and just anything that is top of mind, things that I'm thinking about so that hopefully, you know, these things can help you too. And it's really fun sharing these things. It almost feels like therapy for me. And I just felt really inspired to record this now. I'm actually sitting in bed with a cup of tea and my microphone is balanced on a yoga block on my bed with my laptop and I, I just feel like sometimes when I do these episodes, it the cozier I feel, the more natural it flows. And I am a self-projected projector for those of you who are into human design. And my voice is supposed to be my power. So as a projector, just creating the conditions where I feel really comfy and, you know, so that I can just dive deep and channel what, whatever's there to come out of me means that you get the best possible content, if that makes sense. So also the other thing is it's full moon. It was full moon last night at the time of recording this and I'm due on my period today. So I have decided to allow myself to be comfy today. <laughs> so I hope you've all had a wonderful month. Here at Female Leadership Collective, we've had so many wins. I didn't actually read these out last month, but I'm going to read these out today. So I'll read out some wins we've had in the community in some of our programs. So congratulations to Cass, who won her first client for our web design business. So Cass is a Launch Academy grad and a retreat um, guest as well. And she's just literally radiating at the moment. It is so amazing to see the barley glow. And she's just going from strength to strength and just goes to show what happens when, you know, you raise your frequency in that way. The amount that she's attracting in now, including just feeling internally, feeling better, which has uh, an entire effect on her family as well. And I, I love that for her. 
We also have, well done Georgie, she welcomed 18 new members into her brand new membership, which is really, really, really exciting. Over Black Friday, we we worked on putting together an offer that was like multiple months. 75% of them took the longer term plan, which is really, really exciting. And this is great for recurring revenue in your business. If you have a, if you have a membership, you definitely want to think about Yes, monthly option, but also how can you make this an annual option or a quarterly option or a bigger package? And Eden relaunched her Instagram, qualified as a PT, and also booked a photo shoot, which is totally out of her comfort zone. I'm really, really proud of you, Eden. So really exciting. We also had our Launch Academy ladies. So we had Ariella. She birthed an incredible new business as a career coach for product designers wanting to move into the tech industry. And she's also booked her first few sales calls with potential clients who are outside of her immediate network. So as the non-technical term for this, I could say is randoms, which is exactly what, you know, we want to get to because typically your first few sales calls are people from your friends or like friends referrals, whereas she's managed to get some randoms already, which is great, really great sign that this business is going to be really aligned and successful for her. And we also had another Launch Academy lady, Lauren. She just moved back to Bali, woohoo, after quitting her corporate job at a big law firm to go all in on her hypnotherapy business. And she also broke her silence on social media, started posting consistently again. And I love to see it. A lot of her posts are talking to camera and she's sharing her insights, her stories, her move to Bali. And I just love that. Lauren's got an amazing way about her. And I know that now she has made that decision and signaled to the universe that she is all in on her business, that this is going to be an incredible time for her. We also have Sarah. So Sarah birthed an incredibly new transformative business called In Full Bloom. I absolutely love that name. When you hear that name, In Full Bloom, doesn't your body just like, oh, it's just such a nice name. And she's helping people rediscover themselves through creativity. And she's building upon her learnings from renovating an amazing Airbnb cottage in Canada. And through that process, she kind of discovered a lot about herself. So she is going to be channeling a lot of this through for her clients so that they can rediscover more about themselves. And this is really, really exciting. Look at all these businesses birthed, new clients won, more impact made, income made. And just also more importantly, like hope and happiness and people on the path, people actually doing it, doing the thing that they always dreamed of. That's what really, really lights me up. So there's other wins that I haven't shared here because I've not got enough time, but congratulations to everyone in the community, all my clients. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of how you show up, of how you support each other. Honestly, this is something, one of the most incredible things to see how you all show up for each other is just amazing. And I, you know, I, I don't want to take all the credit, but hopefully that means my messaging is on point because I'm attracting my dream clients who really show up and support other women and create this incredible collective because that was my intention. So I absolutely love all of you. You're doing amazing. And yeah, I can't wait to see you in our next call. Continue to support you. So after the wins, what have we got for this episode today? Let me have a little sip of tea and have a look at my notes. So what have I been up to this month? So business wise, I have really been doing a lot behind the scenes, actually, kind of now we're coming towards the end of the year, ironing out processes, reflecting on things like my schedule, tweaking things, tidying things up, making things more optimized. So I have been, one of the big things I've been focusing on is actually experimenting with my schedule, my personal schedule, because this really can affect your output. And, but not only that, the objective here, right, with running a business is to feel a sense of freedom, is to feel really passionate and energized with everything that you're doing. And so I'm at the stage now where I realize like, this is a choice, actually. Your business doesn't just suddenly hit that stage where suddenly you have freedom. You actually, well, for some people it does, but I think 
my community and myself, we are all kind of high achieving women and we are wired to want to do more and conditioned to want to do more and achieve more and more and more. So, but when we're wired like that, we have to make a conscious decision to go, how are we bringing freedom into our lives? Because so what I mean by that is, for example, when you're starting out in business, it is quite a hustle. It is quite a grind. And yes, part like that is, that was my experience. And part of that experience is probably conditioned as well, because, you know, you have a lot of beliefs about what it takes to be successful. And I don't necessarily think that it's bad, a bad thing to begin with, because you do need to get this thing off the ground. You need to work hard. And it, it it's kind of, it's probably the toughest mental part as well, the initial few months, the initial six months, because that's when you're like, you've not got the validation yet of a full roster of clients. You've not got the validation yet that this is going to work. So in my opinion, I just wanted to get out of that as fast as possible. So what that meant was I was hustling hard, working long days, long hours. There wasn't really any freedom to be seen. But I knew that that was, I knew that I was earning it. So that was kind of the mentality that I had. But where I'm at now is that I definitely have processes, systems, that the validation my I know my offers sell I know my clients get results like I've got I'm in that situation where I can start to build in some of these elements of freedom and start and, and not feel so frazzled right like not feel not risk burnout every day because this is the other thing with high achieving women is we constantly risk burnout I look back to my corporate days and my initial few months in business and every day I burnt out by the end of the day, you know, and it's just not sustainable. And also you can't, you can't best serve clients in that way. So this is the really important thing. I'm looking to the future now and I'm like to hit my objective of feeling freedom of, you know, being able to feel relaxed in my business. Most of the time I need to actually con- consciously make space for this. So I've been experimenting with my schedule and I have joined a new gym. I think I told you this last month called Nirvana and it's really beautiful. It's got like sauna, steam, amazing pool. And I've just been trying to spend maybe two or three hours a day there where I can work out, work my body because working out has always been so important to me. And I feel so much more myself when I've moved my body. I was super sporty growing up and I just think it's in my identity. I'm wired like that. So if I don't move my body that day, I do feel a little bit like cranky sometimes. So I've been trying to do that, whether it's like some days I'm feeling really motivated and it's like treadmill stuff, circuit training stuff. And other days it might just be a few little Pilates exercises, but as long as I'm moving and I'm stretching, super, super important. Um, And then I've been going into the sauna and the steam and they've got this infrared sauna, which I absolutely love. It's so nice. And you can put on Spotify and just really relax. Um, And then I've been doing a little bit of tanning and swimming before fitting in my workday. So initially what I was doing was I was doing that all in the morning. Then what was happening was I was getting home by like midday and starting work and this is kind of conditioning, like it shouldn't necessarily be like this, but what I was feeling was guilt. I'm like, oh my God, I've only got half the day left and I've just been like fucking around. <laughs> but I definitely haven't. Can you see how that's conditioning? Like what? why does working from nine till six mean you've done a full day? Who said that? Like, this is my business. And also relaxing, reducing any anxiety, shaking off uh, stored stagnant energy, looking after my health, working out. All of these things are going to make me a better coach, are going to make me perform better at work, are going to make me a happier person, a happier friend. And, And that directly goes towards my goal of feeling vibrant, of feeling, you know, amazing, of having time to spend on leisure activities on my health. That's what I started this business for. So actually I shouldn't feel guilty about that. But then what was happening was because I would start work at 12 
then I need to walk Carlo, my dog. So the light goes here in Bali by like six every day. There's something that people don't realize all year round. So I need to walk her at like five. So then that gives me a few hours, four hours to do some deep work, which is great. But then if I haven't finished stuff that needs to be done, what then happens is I'll go and walk Carlo. And I, I, I don't know if you lot know about the circadian rhythm, but I learned a lot about this when I had my blue light and glasses brand. Well, you're so basically when the sun goes down you start to wind down for bed of course because you're not getting the 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 blue light from the sun which kicks off your circadian rhythm so basically you're naturally winding down so when I get walk Carla at sunset and then by the end of the walk the sun's gone down I suddenly my body feels so sleepy and it's so nice and that's how it should be but then I go back I shower I wash Carlo by that time it's like 7 30 and then I've got to log on and finish get back into work mode and for me that that schedule that order of things in the day just wasn't working for me so then I tried hanging out in the middle of the day and it's so bloody hot here. It's so hot. And so that wasn't working either. I kind of felt that it was a bit disruptive and I wasn't looking forward to, to the classes because they were just so boiling. So what seems to be optimal for me, which is working now, is walking Carlo in the morning. So I also read this in a book that actually interacting with nature literally creates neuroplasticity which is the rewiring of our of our brain so neuroplasticity is when your brain will connect new neurons together to forge new neural pathways which is when you create new beliefs and new you you know your mind changes so interacting with nature because the premise is that we are all at one with nature can literally create like accelerate the neuroplasticity process which is what I was reading in this book and I'll tell you in a minute but I've been doing a lot of work on energetics so walking Carlo in the morning walking through the waves feeling my feet in the sand is an amazing way to start the day especially because I have just done morning affirmations or some sort of hypnosis or something like this so it's the perfect order then I have been going to a coffee shop or at home doing the most important tasks first, getting straight into work, doing the most important tasks first, client delivery, sales stuff, content stuff. And then that is done. And so that guilt in the middle of the day of not starting work doesn't exist anymore. Like it's done. And also, you know, when you have those days where there's like a bit of a car crash and you haven't managed to do everything, well, at least you know, if I do one thing, I want it to be those things. So the chances are I will have done those things. So that's good. And then in the afternoon, I've also been working, but then I have been going to the gym around five-ish. So why I love this is because then I can work out, but then I'm in the sauna and the steam in the evening when it's dark and it's so cozy. And at the moment it's rainy season. So sometimes I've been in the sauna and it's been like tropical storms outside and it's been wonderful. And then I order a jasmine tea and they give me this teapot and I'll go and sit in the jacuzzi and I'll drink it and reflect on the day, maybe do a little meditation and it's dark by then. I'm really, really preparing myself and my body for sleep. And that, like, I don't know about you, but listening to those different schedules that flow for me is just right it feels so aligned and you know the day the parts of the days when I need to be energized it lends itself to that but then by the end of the day I'm really sleepy and I've done everything I want to do and for me that is my perfect day fitting in sauna steam workout my amazing job like running through my leadership collective it's still a job even though it's my business and and being able to walk Carlo and start the day on the beach like that is that is pretty much the day I've always dreamed of like the day I've always dreamed of and I had to be intentional about that I had to get to the point where it's okay Susie to spend three hours at the gym it's okay to you know have your evenings off as an entrepreneur and you yeah honestly for a lot of my clients listening who already have businesses just get prepared for this you will need to make a conscious decision to take time out in the day 
and it you'll you'll feel like fuck is everything gonna fall apart if I if I relax now if I look after myself if I make time for this but remember we are playing the long-term game back when I started my business and I wasn't making time for myself to go to the gym this was not going to be sustainable and I saw that I saw that happening so have a look at your schedule have a look at your life and have a look at the stage you're at in business and couldn't you afford to build some more things into your day that are really looking after yourself, that are really helping you optimize you to be the best person you can be in your business? Because it might not be, you know, what society told you that you have to be working all the time. And I still do a fair full day. Like I'm probably doing 10 till 4.30-ish, which is slightly less than the conventional day. But like nothing has changed performance wise. Like I'm still making good money. Like this was the thing that I was concerned about that sales would drop, right? If I'm not working as much, but that's the trading time for money mentality. And that's what we're trying to get away from. So you just need to get into that frame of mind where no, we've built this. It's not built for trading time with money. That's why we've picked the business model. So we don't, we want to stop acting like that and get the confidence to actually start bringing in the things that you love. And this feel, you know, this objective that we're looking for of feeling freedom, of feeling happy. We had to cultivate that intentionally. We have to create things in our day where we are going to feel that. Otherwise we won't feel that. And yes, you can feel like that because you created your dream business that you love, but that's not enough. You need to be able to be doing things outside of that, even if that's relaxation for you, even if that's meditation for you. You need to be building things into your day that create that feeling for you. So yeah, I love that. I love that I've really protected my evenings now too. And I, yeah, the other thing here is it's also like I look towards the future and I'm like, if I'm calling in a partner next year, I need to be able to, I want to definitely be able to switch off in the evenings. I want to have my evenings free because in my last relationship, I didn't always have that. And it was, if it created a lot of guilt from my side and I I don't want to go into a relationship feeling like that again. Yes. Okay. I'll have a supportive partner that will support the fact that I'm an entrepreneur and hopefully he is too. (laughs) So he understands it. But at the same time, personally for me, I want to be able to wind down in the evenings. I want to be able to recharge. And I think this is what they mean by the projectors need that rest, right? To recharge. It's just a new way of thinking. Yeah, I've been really prioritizing my health, my performance, and really, you know, building into my business, my dream schedule and laying foundations from that so we can grow and build from from there because that's all I want. That's all I want is to be able to have my dream week, have my dream day. And then my business grows and grows and grows from there. So at some point I needed to put those things into place, be brave, you know, and I still have corporate conditioning every now and again, right? Pop in things like, God, the more, the harder you work, blah, blah, blah. But it's just about getting brave and like putting things into place. So I love that I'm feeling like the fittest, healthiest I've ever have. And if you're listening to this and you're kind of feeling triggered and like, well, Stacey, I've got a corporate job and I'm commuting and all of this. Well, I used to do that. I did do that one day and it took intentional thinking to go, I don't want to do this anymore. And if you're sat there thinking, oh, well, I can't do that because that's how it is for me. Change it. Change it. I managed to change it. Yes. And it took years, right? But a bit of tough love. If you don't like where you're at, if you don't like the schedule that you're at, if you've listened to me and you're like, I, that sounds dreamy, but I couldn't have that. You definitely can. You get to choose. You get to choose what you want to have and you get to choose how your life looks, but you need to allow yourself to choose. So that is that. I also spent a lot of time the other day on creating a new vision board for 2024. So I just, I've been really tapping into my intuition, especially around the time of my cycle and the full moon because I'm synced up. And I was like, I feel like I need to create a vision board today. I feel like I need to create, I feel like everything I want. And maybe it's this like unlocking the dream day and I'm actually living my dream day now. 
makes me feel like everything I want is now within reach. And so I I created this, I didn't did not hold back, right? Let on there is some amazing things like like I want to make a million dollars. Like I want to call in my dream partner. I want to get engaged. I want to, what other things have I got? Like I want to go and stay at Nihi with my future partner. Nihi is like this beautiful like resort on Sumbra Island in Indonesia. Like, And some other things that are like quite personal, but you know, just to give you a flavor, like I dream big and we have to go there. Like I I wanted to do this exercise with not holding back, get everything out of me. And almost that act of the almost that act of creating these desires externally to me on paper and announcing that those are the things that I wanted almost created like a possibility, right? Like it creates a possibility. And I I mean yeah I I had I have the the vision board on my phone screen now I'm gonna get it printed out and I'm just so excited like it was such an amazing exercise to do and I feel quite vulnerable sharing some of those things that like I want to have but I do it in a way that I want you to dream big like if you think of things like like I think to myself like oh a million dollars like that feels like a lot but who says that like there's people who make hundreds of millions right like I used to be in one of the world's most prestigious careers and people were there were being paid the most like some of the highest salaries you could get so why why is a million dollars not available to me as an entrepreneur it's it's only available it's only not available if I choose that right so you to dream big about your 2024 I want you to do this exercise like what what are you dreaming of in life? And also not only the fact that this creates a manifestation and this allows you to work on it energetically, but it also helps you discover what are the things you actually want to work on next year? Where do you want to put your energy? What are the things that are important to you? And like, it can be as simple as like, one of the things that I wrote down was regularly dancing again. I love dance and I loved that as a teenager and my body loves to dance and I want to take classes like regularly. It can even be as simple as that. It doesn't have to be like a million dollars all the time. <laughs> so I've been really focusing on creating this new vision board for my life. And it's creating a direction for us as a business next year. It's creating direction for me. And also what it does is it brings all these pockets of your life, like relationships, business, career, how you want to feel, my body, like all of these things into one place where I can then see it all holistically and then design my life, design my goals, design my schedule, design my priorities in a way that it can serve all of these goals. Because when we're thinking personally, it's not all, it's not only about business, is it? It's also about relationships. There's so much more to life than just our business, but we need to, and so, so we need to make sure that each thing allows for the other thing. So that is that. I've also been, I, I, I've been listening to Joe Dispenza and he has reminded me of the power of meditation, of energetics. And I have really been delving deep into this. And a lot of what I do in my business is I will experiment with a lot of things. And then when it works for me, I'll bring it into the programs for you. So I've been experimenting a lot with energetics and realizing how powerful it is. And from the place that what we are all striving for is typically a feeling. Yes, you can say, I want to make a million dollars or I want to run my own business. But really what is deeper than that is a feeling. There's a feeling that you're missing and a feeling that you want. And so what the what energetics and Joe Dispenza and all of this kind of work reminds me is that actually it's not the thing that brings you that that can make it easier but you are in charge of how you feel your thoughts are how you feel you can cultivate that feeling already it's available to you inside but you have to make a conscious effort and actually feeling that thing and visualizing that thing means that it's already happening in the future and it's gonna come to you. So I've been really cultivating and practicing this a lot. And I have been doing meditations and affirmations 
and hypnosis is morning and night. So as soon as I wake up and and whilst I'm going to sleep, because this is when you are falling into sleep. So you are the close, the, the access to your subconscious mind is the closest and your subconscious mind is what dictates your thoughts and dictates, you know, everything. So this is the thing where, you know, pairing energetics with great strategy, with action, with feeling really good about yourself. This is what creates the perfect conditions for manifesting things into reality. So this is something that I've been really, really focused on and I'm gonna be bringing more into the programs in 2024. So you can look forward to that because previously I've just been focusing a lot on strategy and mindset stuff as it comes up. But now I wanna be really focusing on proactively building in meditations and things like that. So I do this on the retreat and it's been really, really powerful. And I think I've had this identity block around it where it's like, well, I'm not a meditation teacher, so I can't, but I did my yoga teacher training. I know how to lead a meditation, right? And and at the retreat, it's been super, super powerful. So I'm gonna be bringing these into my online programs as well. So I feel like I've been talking for ages and I've only got through like two points. This <laughs> is the thing. Fun things I've done, I've booked Australia. So for some of you who don't know, my parents and my sister live out in Australia. They immigrated when I was 21, but I went to work at, for a big bank in London instead. So I'm going to go and spend two weeks with them over the Christmas period, which is going to be absolutely wonderful. And the, where they live is like Southwest Australia and the beaches are absolutely stunning. Like, so you'll see on my Instagram, I cannot wait for some family times. So it's going to be so nice. Some Australian wine, some cheese and wine, all the festivities. It's going to be so exciting. Wine and cheese here in Bali isn't the best. So I'm so, I get so excited when I go to Australia. I am also welcoming in an entirely new cohort of Launch Academy grads. So this is really exciting. So I've got some returning Launch Academy people who are coming back into scale their business with me and I'm so excited to support them can't wait to see the results that they get over the next three months and I'm really excited that they're fully supported for the next few months so if you're someone who has done Launch Academy previously or you're scaling your business and you want to know what Launch Academy grads is because you didn't know about it then just shoot me a dm on instagram because it's open enrollment as well. So, well, it is now actually, by the time you're listening to this, it may not be, but shoot me a DM and I, we can figure out. The, oh yes, I promised you last last month, I'd give you an update on my dating life. So take a sip of tea before I admit this to you. I haven't been on a date this November. I told you I would, but I haven't. And I have a reason. So I just realized I actually deleted the apps because I just realized that I was kind of doing it for validation. It felt, it didn't feel right. Didn't feel, my activity on there didn't feel right. When people were asking me on a date, I didn't actually really necessarily want to go. So I have deleted them and I'm just leaving it to natural universe we will see if someone, if I meet someone that I feel really, really aligned with and they ask me out on a date, I will go. If, if if I meet someone and they ask me on a date and I'm not really feeling it, I won't go. And that feels so much better. And I just don't feel aligned. Like the apps are, I think the apps are great. I don't have any judgment around the apps, but at the moment where my headspace is at, I don't feel like they're right for me at the moment. And I don't, I, I just don't, it was feeling like a burden. It was feeling annoying. And yeah, I just don't feel need to go on them. So I didn't go on a date. I am really focusing on myself. I've been, from anything I've been saying, I've been focusing on, you know, getting into the right schedule, getting into that really higher self version of me and really becoming the highest version of me where I just feel like that will naturally attract someone in, right? I want to be that person I want to be that person before I meet the person. So I feel like I'm pretty much there now. I'm like pretty much close to that. Like everything's in stone. So I feel much better about that. I feel much better. And I don't feel bad that I didn't go on a date even though it was a goal. Like I feel that it will happen when it's meant to happen. I trust the universe's timing. And yeah, the other thing is I would... <laughs> 
I don't know if any of you have got the pattern app, but the pattern app for me says that I have a relationship opportunity next year in like April. So, and, and the chapter that I'm in right now, it's really interesting one, actually. It says you're redefining yourself as a woman. Like your entire identity is completely like, disappearing about how you identify as a woman which when I first read it I was like what it just sounds weird but then I realized like yeah this is the this is the phase of the divine feminine for me this is the phase of letting go of everything that it means to be me which was I work I I'm like an achiever a hard worker win like all of these things that are ego driven yes I can do those things, but they don't define me and they're not my identity and nor are they what I'm striving for. I'm striving to feel life, feel happy, feel purpose, feel love every day. This is what I'm striving to feel. And for me, that's success. And a lot of these things are to do with getting more into my feminine and allowing myself to receive more joy, receive more pleasure in all aspects of my life, not only business, but also personal. So I've been really focusing on that, cultivating that. And actually, I think that stuff's really important for for a relationship. I think it's really important because that's how I want to be as a girlfriend, as a wife. I want to feel relaxed. I want to feel super feminine. I want to feel like I've got spaciousness in my life. Because I've been in relationships before when I felt like I haven't had any spaciousness in my life. So that is the update on the dating life. Don't shoot me because I didn't go on one. But yes, I will let you know if and when that actually happens. Oh, something else I wanted to tell you about was the something I found, which was really interesting, which is... It's actually a woman, I can't remember her name, Aria or something, from Sex, Love and Goop. And she is, I don't know what she calls herself, some a sex coach or something like that. But anyway, I was speaking with a friend after a gym class. And he is, this is very burly. He is, he often gets involved with like teaching the tantra stuff. He's very like sex positive. He's very like in what we call the conscious community. And he was... So we were just chatting and I was sort of saying, okay, I'll let you in on this on a secret. So basically we were at a party and there was uh, a guy there and he said that he thought that I was going to go home with this guy. And I said, well, I don't, that's not something that is in my, that's not something that I, what's the word? Well, I'll, I'll explain. So when I went on the Tantra retreat two years ago, if you've listened to the episode, it changed my life. And during that Tantra retreat, I decided that, I am not gonna let a someone be intimate with me until I fully trusted them. So when he asked me, uh, he said, oh, I thought you were gonna go home with that guy. And like, I just said, no, no, I actually wasn't. Like, that's not something that I enjoy to do because for me, I need to get to know someone to the point that I really trust them where I feel like comfortable and wanting, actually wanting to be intimate with them. And that's really difficult with someone that you've just met, right? So we then had a conversation about it and he was like, well, it sounds like your blueprint is more energetic or sensual. And he was, I was like, what's the, what blueprint? And he was like, oh, there's different erotic blueprints. And so it's what this woman has made from Sex, Love and Goop. She's like divided these sort of, sexual preferences if you like into different categories called like energetic sexual sexual sensual all these different ones and you can take her quiz it's free on her website I'll link it in the show notes so I was like right I need to take this quiz so we were sunbathing by the pool and I was like what's the link and he sent me the link and I was reading the quiz and I came out essential and what they were saying about a, a sensual person is that all the conditions need to feel right so that you need to have the right music you need to have the, the, have the right smells you need to it, the room needs to feel beautiful you need to feel right the touch needs to feel right like and you need to feel really safe and that's what creates that feeling of feeling really sexy to you and it is so true it couldn't be more true and the the what the opposite of that for me is which does absolutely nothing for me is just like 
just jumping straight into it. That does absolutely nothing for me. In fact, it just, it turns me off. <laughs> so like, I like to ease myself and activating the senses just makes me feel so feminine and makes me feel really sexy. And that then will lead to me feeling more open to being intimate and more in that mood, but only with someone who I feel trusting of. So knowing that, was really amazing for me because I was like, oh, that explains a lot of some past scenarios and past times where I've been like, why am I not that into this? Or, you know, things like that. And like past partners had questioned me around like, you know, like, well, I, I don't want to go into it, but you can imagine. And I, yeah, and, and now I'm like, okay, I get this. And especially like when I was working a lot before and it's like, well, no fucking wonder I didn't necessarily feel in the mood because I've just finished work and it takes me time and I need to like get all this sensual, right? So now I understand that. Now I can cultivate more of that in my life. And even though I'm single, I still, you know, activating your sexual energy is really important for feeling amazing. And so in my day, I'm bringing more sensuality into it. Like, where can I have more scented candles? Where can I have more music? Where can I have more, like, making my space really amazing and not cluttered? And I just thought that, wow, like, I loved to know, to realize that about myself. And what she's like, what she's saying is why she put this together is because you can have two partners that have different blueprints. So it's just understanding that there's nothing wrong with you or each other. But the, this is kind of the propensity that you have towards like what you enjoy. So I would so recommend this. I went off on a bit of a tangent, but it really, really, really helped me. So I'd say go and do the quiz. I actually paid for the, the deeper quiz thing. It's like $17 or something. And she she gave you like more of an in-depth thing. And there's a video because I really like, I actually see this stuff as so linked to business. <laughs> I know you're like, how, how do you do that? But remember what I said at the start, like we are striving for a feeling and like understanding what turns you on, understanding what cultivates that amazing feeling, like sexual energy is life force, right? So understanding what kind of things you love and make you feel that way is really useful to understand like decisions in business about what things you're going to enjoy and what things you're not going to enjoy. And even things like dictating my schedule. No wonder I liked it that way around because in the evening I can really, I'm, I'm like activating my senses. When I said I was sitting in the jacuzzi drinking a tea that's taste there's a water fountain that's sound there's you know this the the sound of the the night in Bali like the tropics the feeling the water on my skin the the sexy mood lighting being dark like of course that's why I loved it like because I'm sensual and it's a very sensual it's a very sensual practice and activating so had I known that at the start, of course, that would be the way that I would design the day. And then, you know, in the morning, walking, walking along the beach and in the sand and in the waves, like activating my senses there. So I would suggest to go and do that for you because you might discover some things about yourself. What else have I got to talk about? So things I've been watching on TV. I've been watching a lot of these celebrity documentaries that have come out. I've watched the Britney one, the Robbie Williams one. I rewatched the Taylor Swift one because I loved it. And I was just going through this phase of watching them all. So it does feel like there's this trend of celebrity documentaries where they are like shaming the media and trying to shine the light on how abusive the media is and the dark side to fame, which I think is really interesting. And I think the key takeaways, I mean, the Britney one was, I, I kind of had it's been out for a while right and I kind of had heard snippets of her story but I didn't really know about it and oh my god it's absolutely terrifying the legal system in some parts of the U.S. like what the fuck like how can that even be possible like that she was like a prisoner in her own life it's horrific but I think the key learning I took from the Britney one was that her being able to do her passion saved her like I can't 
I don't understand like the amount of suffering that she was going through the fact that like everything was stolen from her in terms of all her rights like at least she at least her passion of singing and dancing wasn't stolen for her I really think that's the thing that saved her so that's my take from that find your passion and you'll be able to do it forever the Robbie Williams one I actually love Robbie Williams but I found the documentary to just be really depressing I kind of felt uncomfortable with it was it felt a bit like he was desperate to convince everybody that his life was awful and I don't necessarily I mean there's been parts of his career which he must have loved which must have been incredible and he's got this beautiful family there must have been moments which have made him really happy because he wouldn't have carried on doing it but he didn't talk about any of those things he didn't show any of the that side it was just all really depressing and the things that made him broken and like a shell of a person he was just trying to sort of point out a lot of these things and I think that was also important but I would have liked to have um had that balanced with a bit of like him talking about moments of joy because there definitely were moments of joy but he just spoke a lot about the darkness and I was like wow this is like heavy very heavy but I think it was important for him to talk on a lot of these subjects and bring them to light and I think this is what a lot of these celebrities are trying to do but really my key takeaway from the Robbie one was that he needed support like he went into that boy band at 16 and you suddenly go from like no one knowing about you to being famous and the paparazzi was like kind of a new thing back then and it made me realize like going for a massive change you need support you need supportive people around you you need mentors you need that kind of thing to go through a big change like that and he didn't really have any of that no one really recognized that you need needed that it's crazy isn't it so that was my takeaway from that and the taylor swift one i absolutely love because since she became like the first billionaire artist like female billionaire artist i just think she's amazing and I like to watch her documentary from a business perspective and just her, I think, I think that the way she is, she's very much like a high achiever. She's wired for praise. She talks about this a lot and uh, about her driving factor is kind of like that trauma bond with like, I have to do more because I need praise and I need to be a good girl and all of these things. And I think a lot of you and I can identify with that. And it it's just really it's a really interesting watch from that point of view but I think a takeaway that I took from that and she she paints it in a negative light where she says that female artists have to reinvent themselves so many more times than male artists to stay current and whilst that's fucking annoying I also can see how reinventing yourself can help with creativity when you look at all her different albums and the different versions of her that she became and her evolution she just deepened into more of who she was and she unlocked her voice more and so my takeaway from that one is that reinventing yourself isn't a bad thing necessarily as long as you are peeling back the layers and you can choose to reinvent yourself to whoever you want to be right you choose to who you want to be There's not like this rule that says this is who you are at your core and it's all stuck in stone. You choose who you are. You choose how you reinvent yourself. And this is a lot about how I saw my journey, like after my breakup quite a few months, like six months ago now, I was like, I need to reinvent myself. I need to rebrand myself. I need to lose some weight. I need to like, you know, become me again, reinvent myself. And that was how I was seeing it. And it was so fun. I was like, I want to become my higher self. And it was so fun, that journey to that. And I'm feeling great now. So going on a journey of reinventing yourself is a great thing if, you know, it's coming from this like healthy place to be your higher self. Oh, and the other thing I watched was that Irish drug mule program. (laughs) The one where she was like in Ibiza and then they sent her to Peru and she thought she was going somewhere in Spain. It was mad. Like you should definitely watch that. So entertaining. But it's really interesting because she spent so many years in a Peruvian jail and what I loved about her was she was so young she didn't speak Spanish but suddenly one day she with the help of the translator she changed her mindset and she was like I am in here I can either make the most of it or I just suffer 
And so she, in in one of the most toughest places on the planet, she changed her mindset. She started learning Spanish, which brought her, you know, brought her, like it bought the friendship of a lot of the other women inside who originally just judged her because she didn't speak Spanish. They saw she was trying. And eventually she got like elected as like the lead prisoner for the, for the section or something because everybody loved her. And then she got her herself out of jail like early because of that. So she like it was it's just amazing to see how wow you can be so re- resilient and so strong even in the most adverse of conditions. And also just going to show how you how employing a growth mindset attracts amazing things to you it can change everything. So that is my about the tea episode i hope that's a full roundup we we went through wins we went through business we went through scheduling we went through sex we went through i feel like we went for a whole journey so hopefully you enjoyed that episode hopefully you got a little snippet into everything i hope you've had an amazing november i hope you're about to have an incredible december we've got our christmas tree up i actually woke up and janet had put the christmas tree up in the corner which was so exciting and carlo's like barking at it but (laughs) she'll get used to it and i would just say that december is this amazing month to start to get things into place to absolutely start January and start 2024 off from the most amazing foot don't leave it till January start to put things into place people are already talking to me about one-to-one support as of January coming in the programs people are enrolling we've got early bird offers on everything so it makes way more sense to enroll now than it does in January so I would definitely say if you are looking to make 2024 your best year yet, if it's going to be your pivot year, you're going to reinvent yourself, you're going to launch your business, you're going to scale your business, and you want support with any of the things that I've been talking about today, then DM me on Instagram 2024, just DM me the, the word, the word, the number 2024. And what we'll do is I'll just ask you some questions. We can chat about you, what your situation is at. I can tell you which program I think would be really helpful for you. If I don't have anything that will help you, I'll try and point you in the right direction of someone that does or resources. And hopefully I'll be seeing you and supporting you next year in one of my programs. I would absolutely love that. And then maybe you might be hearing yourself on the win section of the Get the Tea podcast. (laughs) 